0: Hey y'all, it's Anna Bedell and Ansley Hilton. This is our new podcast, The Opinion That No One Asked For. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about nutrition, specifically nutrition in college.
1: We're going to zone in on eating disorders and unhealthy eating habits that arise due to living in the college environment.
0: So I looked up some statistics specifically about Georgia College. I used the Georgia College Health Assessment, and it said that about 2% of college students here suffered from anorexia in 2019, and about 1% suffered from bulimia. See, and I feel like that number is really low. I thought so, too. So I looked up some statistics using... The National Eating Disorders Association, and they estimate that ten to twenty percent of women and four to ten percent and four to ten percent of men in college suffer from an eating disorder. So either at Georgia College we're really healthy or we are lying on those surveys. Oh, I know, because if you compare the numbers, they don't make sense at all. No, and I'm definitely lying on those surveys. I lie on every single one. I underplay a lot of things you want to put your
1: best self on those surveys in case anyone gets their hands across them Mm -hmm. because I don't believe that they are actually anonymous. Oh, I don't think so either. But also I feel like women specifically our age are a lot more susceptible, like, (laughs) I feel like women our age are the most likely to get eating disorders and Georgia College is basically a woman's school with a sprinkle of
0: men. Mm Mm-hmm. In that health assessment, it was 0% boys or 0% men suffered from anorexia and bulimia. It was all the women, all women. I mean, think of the pressure we're under. I know. Just all the school stress and then the social stress. It's just a lot. Living on your own, having forced to be prepare your own
1: meals. Mm. Not that I can't cook, but it just gets lost within a day
0: next thing I know it's 10 o'clock at night and oh crap I have to go to bed I have a test tomorrow Mm -hmm. I can't cook but I still end (laughs) up (laughs) I still end up in bed saying oh did I eat today what did I have to eat
1: and then that will happen for a few days because it will be a busy week Mm -hmm. and then that weekend will come around and I'm like oh I look skinny and then I do it for a few more days Mm -hmm. and then some days I wake up out of it and some days my friends are like hey Have you eaten within like the past month by
0: chance? (laughs) Because you don't look like it. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. I love the mornings when you wake up and you're not bloated yet. And so you're you're just so skinny. skinny. Yes. But like, if you don't eat for a few days on accident, then it's all it's all day, every day. It's all day, every day. And it's kind of amazing. Especially like pool parties. You're looking so good. It's kind of really like you don't have to try for it. Like Mm -hmm. I could work out and get that same stomach. I know.
1: Or I could just not eat, Mm -hmm. which is really unhealthy to say. It's really unhealthy and. But it's it's so easy.
0: But I feel like that's a lot of college women's experience. I feel like a lot of them feel that way. And men too. Men suffer from anorexia and bulimia as well. And I just think that men are less likely to admit that and I feel like that's part of the reason Georgia College statistics were zero percent and I think women aren't going to necessarily want to report it either so I think that might have been another reason why our statistics were low
1: like the first step of struggling with a
0: potential eating disorder is you don't want to tell anyone that you potentially have an eating disorder right like you're not going to admit it people are just going to be like oh she's getting skinny or like your friends were like, have you been eating like you're looking really thin? You're like, shut up. You know I eat. Like, I eat like a pig. Like, you just play it off. Mm-hmm.
1: You get defensive about it.
0: Yeah. Because, like, when I do eat, I eat a lot. Oh, yeah. But a meal. Like, uh-huh. I'll go to Freddy's, get a whole large fries. Oh, delicious. Oh, Freddy's. Wow. I know. But it's like... <laughs> I could go for some right now. <laughs> After this. Honestly, I'm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I feel like that's just how it is for a lot of people, and so, like, it's fine, like, you can say, oh, I eat like a pig, because when you do eat, you do, but then I'll go the next three meals, and I forgot to eat, and it's just because I'm stressed, and I'm focused on classes, You're and... focused on everything else. hmm and, like, you know how, like, when you're hungry, but if you wait long enough, the hunger goes away exactly Uh and like oh well I guess I'm not hungry anymore exactly so like I'll be in the middle of doing an assignment and be like okay as soon as I'm done with this assignment I'm going to go eat but then the assignment takes longer than I expected and you forget and I forget and then I'm not hungry anymore the hunger went away and then so I just don't eat and then sometimes you know how um, like when you're hungry finally but you feel like if you eat you're going to get sick I hate that
1: oh my god I know when you wake up so for me anyways I know at least for me it's always accidental I never say I'm fat I'm going to starve myself Mm -hmm. I always just like forget to eat and then I start to like the way I look when I forget to eat but then usually every few weeks in Mm -hmm. I like wake myself up and I'm like Ansley what are you doing and I try to start eating again and then I can't eat because I just get so sick from Mm -hmm. eating Mm
0: -hmm. it's terrible I know and I don't think either of us have a eating disorder because we don't... It's every once in a while. Like, we go through stages. It's accidental. It's not permanent. It's not affecting our lives completely.
1: So, what so was I think, that thing you were telling me the other day about eating disorder versus disordered eating?
0: So, disordered eating is obviously not as bad. It's the fat dieting. It's the waking up and being like oh I'm skinny and doing that multiple days in a row it's stuff like that and eating disorder is actually diagnosed it actually affects your entire life like it prevents you from even going out because you think you look bad it prevents you from wearing a swimsuit to the beach because you don't want anyone to see you Mm -hmm. like it's affecting your entire life so I think that we suffer from disordered eating, I don't think we have a full-blown eating eating disorder. disorder. Do you have any um, like
1: numbers or like links for people who are suffering with eating disorders that we could put in the description?
0: Yes, I do. The National Eating Disorder Association has a helpline and we'll plug it below.
1: Okay, so let's switch gears and start talking about okay, I realize I'm doing disordered eating. How do I get out of it? So from like a personal point of view, I know every time I realized, oh crap, I haven't eaten in three weeks. And then I kind of like sit down and have like an inner talk with myself and give, my pep, give myself a pep talk to get out of it. Like this isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, start eating. What do you do to get yourself out of that once you're in it?
0: Well, I think it helps to have friends, honestly, who are going through the same thing, which I know most people don't think about, but, like, with you and me, like, you came and told me about your pet talk after that, and I realized, oh, I've been doing the same thing. So, that helped me. Really? Yeah.
1: That makes me so happy. I'm going to cry.
0: Yeah. <gasps> oh my, and I wasn't going to tell you because I was kind of embarrassed by it. hmm no because it's like
1: sometimes because like sometimes it is embarrassing to come out about stuff that you're struggling with and to come out about like hey i've been struggling with this but i'm trying to get like help out of it Mm -hmm. and then i remember after i told you about that me and you used to be like okay we're gonna eat
0: breakfast today yeah
1: oh look we're eating lunch today Mm -hmm. let's make dinner like Like we we were making it at a point we actually
0: thought about eating we said what are we gonna eat tonight and then like when we were eating we were like oh my goodness yay we're eating breakfast and that doesn't seem like a lot but like I feel like when you like celebrate it it's like oh I'm doing good just like many celebrations throughout the day
1: to like remind us like we're doing this for the right reasons like Mm -hmm. we need to be healthy Mm -hmm. and this is going to get us there and I think in like this environment it can be really toxic And if we're getting, like, attention, especially from, like, the male species, (laughs) when we're looking at our best, but mentally we're not at our best, Mm -hmm. then it's not good And for us to realize that and be able to pull ourselves out of it. I know um, every time we fall into the cycle, we always like to have, like, spa days. Like, Mm -hmm. we'll just dedicate one day to self-love and self-care, and we'll do face masks, and we'll, like, exfoliate and self-tan, and we'll, like, do things that we don't think about doing every day because, like, Mm -hmm. we just don't have time for it. And it's just like learning to love yourself again for like your true mm-hmm. self, not for the unhealthy self. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, no, I love those days. Um, my favorite. I know they're the best. And we take time to like away from. We try to get all our school done, and then we, when we have the time, we just take a chill pill stop thinking about school for a little bit and I think that helps a lot too because then I at least you have a little bit of time where you're not as stressed
1: yeah we went from like procrastinating and like rushing to do school all day every day because like we waited till the last minute Mm -hmm. to getting a little bit of school done each day and um sectioning it out throughout the week so we have one full day to sit down and not have to worry about school and just have to worry about ourselves our relationships and our mental health and I think that's really important and something that a lot more people need to start doing. It's just, like, um, spacing out their time better, like time management.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I think the little things help. And so if you're doing the little things to help, like, improve your mental health, and I feel like that's going to help overall with your physical health, and that's true regardless. That's true whether you have an eating disorder or not, but I think specifically with an eating disorder.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And I think... The problem with eating disorders is you see yourself that skinny mm-hmm. and you're, like, skinny as the other girls that you always yeah. wish you were a skinny ass. And you're like, this is great. But there's healthier ways to get there. And I think one way that's, like, worked for us, because I have lost weight since I've gone to college, but in a healthy way now, I'd like to think. And it's just finding fun ways to exercise. Like, it doesn't have to be going to the gym and working out. Like, we can turn on Just Dance on YouTube. Mm-hmm. and have fun or like take our dog to the park and run around mm-hmm. it's exercising doesn't have to be lifting weights and getting sweaty while there's a bunch of people with their eyes on you because i know yeah. i have oh, really I bad social that. anxiety and i like to work out in the comfort of my own home
0: mm-hmm.
1: something really fun that me and anna started recently um is 9 a.m yoga on tuesdays and thursdays because your body gets achy the older year you get and i'm only 20 so my body shouldn't hurt this bad So, we're gonna start showing a little bit more love to ourselves. And we're gonna wake up early. We're gonna yoga.
0: We're gonna have a great time. I know. And yoga is just so peaceful. And so, it's nice to have in the morning. It's like the perfect thing to do to reconnect with yourself. Mm -hmm. Because
1: I know every time I was like in my lowest mentally. Yoga would always be, like, hot yoga every Friday morning. I would always be the thing that would keep me serene throughout the week. It was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. And the fact that we have, like, set days for it, like, I kind of look forward to it a little bit. And I think it's just – it's nice to have and it's nice to know that it's coming. It's like what you have.
1: Tuesday's yoga day. Can't wait.
0: I know. I love it. It's
1: also really important, I think, when I get out of my, like, eating disorder episode – and I'm like kind of like depressed and I'm not feeling like my best self it's really great to like establish a routine like start wake, wake up at the same time every day don't let yourself sleep all day one day and just because then you feel more productive even if you wake up and you don't do anything you still woke up early and that's something you haven't done in a long time yeah so it's like those mini accomplishment accomplishments wake up mm-hmm. make your bed go for a walk Maybe, like, walk to go get a coffee or something, because you're going to yeah. co- drink a coffee anyways. <laughs> so, it's just, like, little things throughout the day that you can do a little bit better.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just, like, little accomplishments that make you feel better, and it boosts your ego and your self-esteem. Yeah, and 100%. a lot of people
0: don't, don't see, like, the little things as mattering and, like, helping. But, like, I feel like, I mean, if you do a bunch of, if you have a bunch of little celebrations and accomplishments then they all
1: add up and you feel so much better about yourself like I used to never make my bed because I was like I'm gonna crawl right back into it why not but I know now when I wake my make my bed in the mornings I always like come and tell you like guess what I made my bed today (laughs) and for some people it's super easy but for people that struggle with things like eating disorders and mental health and just stress and anxiety it's little things like that that you kind of skip just because it's too much Mm -hmm. on you at the time and when you do do it you feel so great about doing it.
0: I know and then you have a clean room and it's nice and it's neat and then you just feel better. Having a clean space is so important for picking yourself
1: back up after you've been knocked down Mm -hmm. because it's just you feel it feels so calming it feels so clean it shows your best self Mm -hmm. in the room if that makes sense
0: yeah I know it's just my room's a mess right now (laughs) but I will probably go clean it once we're done here I think this is the cleanest my room
1: has ever been for like the longest amount of time Mm -hmm. have I vacuumed up the dog hair no no but there are no clothes on the ground Mm -hmm. and that's that's huge I don't know how we got here and I really need a vacuum this is disgusting and you stop touching it yeah probably
0: So now that we've established that eating disorders and disordered eating is really prevalent in college students, I just have a piece of advice for anyone listening. Check in on your friends. Check in on yourself. Remind yourself that the little things matter. The little accomplishments that you do throughout the day are important. And just try and take care of yourself the best you can.
1: Yeah, I mean, just checking in. And doing something like a self-care day with one of your best friends that you've noticed has lost a little bit of weight too quickly can make a huge difference in someone's life that's struggling with an eating disorder. Mm
0: -hmm. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you all next week for another episode of The Opinion That No One Asked For.